was made known by the message of an angel, may, by his passion and cross, be brought to the glory of his resurrection, through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Catholic Radio for your soul in North Texas. Heard also on grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is The Good News Show. And good afternoon. This is The Good News Show here on Monday, June 28th. Can you believe that we are almost done with the month of June? We are less than six months away from Christmas, not to freak anybody out, but we're... Wow. <laughs> I know Diane's like, oh no. Uh, I, my name is Cecil Anderson, and I'm the North Texas Assistant, and I am hosting today along with the fabulous Diane Xavier. Um, while Dave is still out of town, I believe he's moved states, and he's hopefully now safely in North Carolina enjoying uh, the beauty of the Smoky Mountains. Um, so we wish him well, and you're just going to have to have another all-girl show today with Diane and yes. I. <laughs> How are you do- doing, Diane? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Did you have a good weekend? Yes, I did. I was busy, but I had a great weekend. How about you? I, you know, I actually was one of my least busy weekends recently, so I thoroughly enjoyed that, getting caught up on laundry and a lot of other things yes. and grocery shopping. <laughs> it's nice to have that from time to time. Uh, and Sissel, I don't know if you know this, but... The following Monday, we won't be here because of a holiday. Yes, indeed. Yes, And then the following week, you're in Mexico. I know. It's going to be crazy. So, yes, next week uh, we will have the day off because it is um, the day after 4th of July. So hopefully everyone has some good 4th of July plans. We're going to talk about some ideas for what you can do over 4th of July, uh, especially tying in our Catholic faith. Um, and then the following week, yes, I am going to be, hope, Lord willing, that nothing goes wrong because it's been postponed so many times, but I'm going on a pilgrimage with my brother and sister to um, the Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe in Mexico City. So That's awesome. And your sister won this, right? She did, actually. She won this pilgrimage, and um, she very kindly got another ticket so that all three of us could go together. And I'm very excited. I know, and part of me is like, can I call in from Mexico to be on the show? <laughs> that would be crazy. Um, but We've had people before do that. Actually. We have. That's true. Dave's Dave's called in from gosh Austria. I think he's mm-hmm. he's done some crazy things. So if um oh that's actually a good point, Diane. I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask that if anyone has any prayer requests that they'd like me oh, to. Oh, I have. Oh, you have prayer, prayer requests yeah. that I can take on my mm-hmm. pilgrimage. I would love to receive them and um keep them in my heart. Was we go on this pilgrimage? So uh, you can email me Sissel at grnonline.com. Sissel at grnonline.com. And my first name is S-I-S-S-E-L. I know it's a little bit harder than Dave, but um, I would be so honored to pray for you and any of your needs. So uh, that'll be in a couple of weeks. And that's really exciting. And I, it's again, I, it's, I feel like this year, I think 2020 went pretty slow. Yeah, because we were all stuck at home for quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But um, 2021 seems to be going very fast, and I can't believe I can't we're... believe June is almost over. I know. I swear we were just in March yesterday. <laughs> um, so let me just preview a little bit about what the show is going to be like. This first half of the show, Diane and I are going to be discussing some uh, upcoming events in the DFW area and update you a little bit about the summer speaker series and other things. And also, on the second half of the show, we are going to have Bernice Simmons to talk about the Dawn of Mercy retreat. And if you're not familiar with this, this is a retreat um, for men, uh, for women 
for this particular one that we're going to talk about is for women who have been harmed by sexual violence um, and, uh, you know, rape, incest and all those sorts of things. And this is a beautiful ministry that they have uh, to start the healing process for that. So we'll be talking to Bernice after the break uh, in the second half of the show. But in the meantime, Diane, the Summer Speaker Series ticket sales are picking up, aren't they? I know. I have to enter like over 35 of them. Just when I came back over the weekend, I'm like, what happened? <laughs> a big a big push of uh, Summer Speaker Series tickets. So uh, if you haven't gotten yours, this is your reminder. If you keep hearing us talk about the Summer Speaker Series, which is happening on Thursday, August 5th in uh, the evening for uh, at the Urban Convention Center's Ur- Grand Ballroom with Father John Ricardo, who um, is a really beloved speaker. Um, we've been playing some of his shows, and almost every single time we play them, we get a request for the audio mm-hmm. because he just really is good at speaking to everybody it just i don't know he explains things so easily he's so heart to heart it's mm-hmm. so uh, lots of people are very very excited we have people and he traveling really and doesn't make that many appearances no he doesn't he doesn't this is going to be a pretty uh unique one so if you haven't gotten your tickets this is your little reminder to go to summerspeakerseries.com to get your tickets it'll be an evening of fellowship we'll have hors d'oeuvres and wine and then a keynote by Father John Ricardo. So if you are trying to figure out your summer plans, that's a good one. That's right at the end of the summer before kids go back to school, August 5th. And um, it's going to be at a beautiful venue. And you'll get to see a bunch of, of your Catholic friends from not only across DFW, but we have people coming in from the San Antonio area, the Midland area, even New Jersey. I know, New Jersey. <laughs> even New Jersey. We're going to have to find that couple that's coming from New Jersey. You should be like, where's the New Jersey couple on that evening? But our goal is to have um, a good Big Texas welcome to Father John Ricardo. So please go to summerspeakerseries.com to buy those tickets now. And Diane and I will go be very excited if we see one of those ticket sales come through um, while we are on the air. We always get yes, very excited. Yes, I mean, they've been, just been pouring in today. They have. They have. So we thank you so much for it. And if you've already gotten your tickets, maybe tell your friend, like, hey, let's let's do it together and let's go. So... Um, a couple of other things that are coming up or a couple of things I want to talk about is we haven't talked about this in a really long time, but in case you didn't know, the uh, local KTH um, station of the Guadalupe Radio Network, we have our own Facebook group. We have our large Guadalupe Radio Network Facebook page. Um, but if you want more local information and updates about programming and um, local events, and it's a Facebook group, so you can share your own events and things like that. You can go to Facebook.com and go type into your Facebook search bar, GRNDFW, and just ask to join the group and we will accept you in. We'd love to have you. I think we have close to 500, I think. We're getting closer to 500. It's growing daily. Yeah, it is. When we first started the group, I remember our competition was with um, the Houston group and they're, they're a little bit bigger than us, but it's okay. We, you, we're we not going to let Houston outshine us. We will get there one day. I think they have like 1,500 people in there. Oh, wow. I don't know what they did, but um, so again, Facebook.com and GRNDFW. Um, so, Diane, you were saying that we should talk about, since it is going to be 4th of July weekend, that there are some good opportunities um, to ha- make your 4th of July, I guess, more spiritual. So, what were <laughs> Yes. Well, you know, uh, the USCCB, the Catholic Conference of Bishops, has been celebrating Religious Freedom Week with the rest mm-hmm. of uh, the uh, faithful Catholics in this country. And it concludes tomorrow. But um, you can go to the USCCB.org website and get more information about that, how you can pray for the different um, issues that our Religious Freedom Week is celebrating. And also locally here, we have tons of events going on. Tonight in Fort Worth at the cathedral in downtown Fort Worth, St. Patrick's, they're holding a patriotic rosary for our nation. And that starts at 
uh, 7 p.m. and free rosaries will be provided. So if you uh, can um, head out to St. Patrick's Cathedral in downtown Fort Worth for the Patriotic Rosary, that's going to take to um, that's going to play take place tonight and they're going to specifically pray for the protection of our nation which is under a lot of attack lately mm. and and not only that but like in saint elizabeth ann seton and keller on july 7th they're hosting a mass for the love of the nation mm, okay that's interesting i've never yeah. heard of that one yeah there's a lot of patriotic rosaries actually mm-hmm. happening across the metroplex so you have some today you have some throughout the week there's some over the weekend as well yeah i know saint joseph's and richardson for those living in the Diocese of Dallas, is also hosting one. Uh, just Google their website or Facebook page and check out what what's going on there with their patriotic rosary. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, as well as St. Mark in Plano, we were reached out about that one um, on July 3rd on Saturday at 10 a.m. at St. Mark's in Plano. There will be uh, patriotic songs and readings and a prayer for each state and for all public officials and for religious freedom. And there'll be a reception afterwards in their narthex. So um, apparently this the tradition of having that particular rosary being prayed at various parishes in the Diocese of Dallas has been going on since 1996, which I thought was really interesting. Mm, so wow. uh, if you want to participate in that tradition, uh, then definitely check out St. Mark's on July 3rd at 10 a.m. And not only that, but I know uh, we're in the COVID era and many families may be still struggling to put food on the table. Well, you know, Catholic Charities of Dallas has teamed up with many parishes to host a mobile food bank. And St. Mark's, as you were just mentioning, is hosting one of those food banks this weekend, Saturday at 9 a.m. in the morning from 9 to 11. And uh, they're offering perishable food items from the North Texas Food Bank such as fruits, vegetables, and other food items. And if you show up, um, they're going to just, you just remain in your car. They're not going to ask any, like, too many detailed questions. And uh, they just open your trunk and open your trunk up and they'll put the food in there. Mm-hmm. So, and they have a pretty good turnout from what I understand in the past. So you might want to get there early, you know, just so you can. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Get some food. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and speaking of doing, um, you know, kind of works of service and things like that, um, there is a group in the DFW Metroplex that we've talked to before, the Christ Child Society, um, which serves uh, children. They do a lot of um, helping children with reading. They'll do reading sessions with them and they provide free books and all sorts of, uh, you know, um, love packs for newborns and all sorts of work. They have their annual fundraiser, their second annual Christ Child Fiesta, um, which will be happening. It's not until September 18th, but currently there is a uh, discounted price. So you want to get that early bird price. So it's going to be September 18th at 5.30 p.m. at the Courtyard by Marriott, uh, Marriott uh, in Flower Mound. And it is... Um, going to be an evening that's going to have live mariachi band, a buffet dinner, and opportunity drawings. And I actually went to it when uh, it was hosted at my parish a few mm-hmm. years ago, and it was a it was certainly a night of fun. So you definitely want to get get your tickets cuz until July 31st they're $65. So um <laughs> that's uh, it's a good deal and afterwards they're going to be $75. And Diane, we just got a summer speaker series ticket. Oh, awesome. <laughs> um so so thank you so much. I don't know if that was because of us talking about it on the radio. I'd like to think so but thank you anyway so remember summerspeakerseries.com but for the christ child uh, fiesta you to get that early bird deal at 65 dollars um go to christ child society dfw and you can uh order your tickets there 
Uh, last week, we had Rowena Ignacio on, and we were talking about how to stay Catholic throughout the summer, um, uh, especially when, you know, sometimes it's easy for our faith to get a little dry and to kind of tune out. And I was just thinking about some things that I can maybe do over the summer. Um, and we talked a little bit about doing some service projects and things like that, but I wanted to mention one in particular is that in my shoes in um, Dallas is a home for pregnant women who are experiencing homelessness and they have a volunteer, uh, usually a monthly volunteer day. So um, if you want to, I think it's usually the second Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to, I was trying to look up the details as I was mentioning it because it just came to my brain. Um, but you can look up in my shoes, live in my shoes.org and you can sign up to volunteer for that. I know my young adult group just did that recently, had a few people come out and it's just doing some home maintenance. You work with the mothers actually and you're doing yard work, cleaning the house and maybe some painting projects and things like that. And it's just a really beautiful uh, way to give up your Saturday morning, especially a little bit more sacrificial as we get into the Texas heat (laughs) a little bit. Um, And so liveinmyshoes.org is uh, a great organization that you can help um, as we go through the summer months. See a lot of things going on. Things are starting to open back up. Mm -hmm. I know. It's exciting. It's exciting to see events that you kind of forgot happened because they didn't happen last year. (laughs) And you're like, oh, we're doing this again. That's exciting. So like the Christ Child Fiesta. If you have an event coming up that you would like to tell our listeners about, please call in at 877-757-9424-877-757-9424. Diane, do you have any um, plans for the 4th of July? I think I'm going to go to back to church because I've kind of been going in and out because of the pandemic, mm. but I'm fully committed to heading back. No, that's a good, that's a good. 100%. That's awesome. So... so. That's yeah. a that's a good plan, I think, mm-hmm. for the Fourth of July. It's it's exciting when the Fourth of July is on a Sunday. I think. Yeah, it is, and I know a lot of parishes like St. Monica's are having pic- a picnic and oh, stuff. Oh, really? So. That's cute. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. That's wonderful. Um, so, Diane, I just realized that for the one of the rare opportunities, I don't know if you've listened to the Good News Show a lot when Dave and I do it, but he often likes to ask me a question without mm-hmm. warning me, or he'll oh. ask me what the saint of the day is, or mm-hmm. something like that, and doesn't yeah. give me any warning on it so <laughs> i want to i'm going to turn the Ooh. tables and for once i'm going to ask Uh-oh. the question it would be more fun if it was dave that i was asking uh, yeah. but i'm sorry diane i'm going to put That's you on okay. the spot do you know who the saint of the day is i can google it really. That's <laughs> cheating that's cheating I, I saw it somewhere mentioned today no but i'm not sure uh and now that i say it i'm like oh sh- goodness i hope i pronounced this correctly uh saint Irenaeus. Irenaeus. Oh, um yeah. yes he um yeah, he was a second century um, saint, mm-hmm. and he was Bishop of Lyons, and yeah, he just, he had, it looks like someone you want to look into a little bit more. That's a beautiful thing about our church is like every day there's a saint that you can learn a little bit more about because there's a lot of them that you've never heard yeah. of. Uh, oh my goodness. Just wow. a reminder that this is the Good News Show with uh, Cecil Anderson and Diane Xavier while Dave is out of town, and we're just discussing some upcoming events in the uh across both dioceses. If you have any events that you would like to promote, go ahead and uh, call us at 877-757-9424, 877-757-9424, and we'd be happy to talk about them on the air. Uh, uh, speaking of which, I just want to take a chance to personally thank 
Because, you know, we're trying to promote the Summer Speaker Series event mm-hmm. with Father John Ricardo. And I reached out to all the parishes in the Diocese of Fort Worth and Dallas, and a lot of them got back to me. But I just want to thank the people, the communication coordinators, the business managers, the priests, the staff, the administrators, for allowing us to advertise our event in your parish bulletin. And that really helps us because I noticed, like, we had a huge surge in ticket sales. We and did. I'm wondering, oh, are they reaching the parishioners now? Not the now that mass capacity is hopefully getting back to a nor- more normal level. Absolutely. So I just want to thank all those uh, people that work at the parish level. Thank you so much for helping us with this event. Absolutely, that it really does help us. We always are trying to make sure that we are available to all of the um, the the parishes ourselves with anything promotion that we can do for anybody um but it's always you know great when they're able to help us promote as well Mm -hmm. we really appreciate that another um cool thing that is coming up for any young men um in high school or college age is the quo vadis retreat which i believe i'm trying to remember if they were able to do one last year or not but i don't think they were but quo vadis is a free vocation discernment retreat um it's a camp uh, for young men to just begin considering a vocation uh, to the priesthood. And they get to spend the weekend with um, priests and seminarians from the Diocese of Fort Worth. And um, it's held usually at the Montserrat Retreat House in Lake Dallas. And you can um, register for that at fwdioc.org. And if you go to their discernment tab, it's happening on August 6th this year. Um, so if you know any young man who is just starting to question, maybe if he wants to, that's his, uh, vocation, um, you know, vocations are so interesting, Diane. I feel like to an extent, I think all of us as, you know, young, mm-hmm. uh, when we're in high school and college is a good time just to start, um, just doing discernment. Did you ever do any discernment retreats? No, I have not, but I was fortunate because... I attended a university, Texas A&M, where they had a great Newman Center. Mm-hmm. So I was always active and around people that were in, like Monica Ashar, who used to be a campus minister there. My freshman year, she started the Nun Run. Oh uh, yeah, I, I've yeah I've attended a Nun Run. Yeah, before. so I haven't uh, attended any like discernment retreats, but I've always like was involved in talks about vocation and your calling, and even you, how you can serve the church, even if you're not a religious. Or a priest, mm. as a layperson, you know. Um, so that's very important as well, because the church needs all of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, I got, I used to be an extraordinary minister in college, and I did that after college, too, at my parish at Good Shepherd. And I also was a lector, so. And I even did a stint as an usher. <laughs> nice. So, You've done it all, right? Yes. <laughs> So I I just love volunteering, helping the parish, and being active. And now I'm learning, okay, I've got to do better at tithing to my parish. Mm. Even though if I can't attend Mass regularly in person, a lot of parishes are now offering online donations. So Mm. that's very important to me. So that's one of those things. It's like that's non-negotiable. You've got to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, growing up Protestant, um, vocations, well, that, I mean, I knew the word because I did learn Latin, but um, I didn't, you know, discerning your vocation, that was a phrase I didn't understand at all. It's not well, something that's talked about in yeah. Protestant churches, really. Um, well, because the idea would be that generally everyone was called to uh, married life for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really beautiful to see that um, there are different types of vocations that you can be called 
to a different kind of marriage um, yeah. and uh, a different, uh, just a different way to live your life and give your life to God. So mm-hmm. I find it really cool and encouraging. I definitely learned a lot when I first uh, started becoming Catholic. I was not sure. I was like, vocation, is that just what my job is going to be? And I remember my friends are like, uh, well, kind of, but no, not really. <laughs> it's a little bit more than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a little bit of fumbling when I first became Catholic um, about that. So if you are any young men listening, the next upcoming event for discernment in the diocese of fort worth is the quo Vadis retreat um august 6th and i was trying to open it up and get a little more information but i've not been able to do that um but it's august 6th and you can just uh quickly email them and get the more information about it um so that's pretty awesome so for our young men and i'm sure something for the women will be coming up soon. yeah um, i'm just amazed all the young, really young people that discern mm. a life to the priesthood or religion at a very early age. I know. I have a lot of friends who did it pretty much out of high school, maybe a year or two afterwards, mm-hmm. which I think is really beautiful. Just thinking about how many young priests and young religious sisters we're going to have. It's very encouraging. Uh, considering the way that our world is going these days, it's kind of hard. Sometimes the culture is um, very, it's not exactly going towards our christian faith at all (laughs) and so to see a lot of young people um being so strong in their faith is so encouraging to other young people i think to older catholics as well um it's just so encouraging to see them so strong in a time Mm -hmm. like this yeah so did your parents talk to you about i know you uh, came into the faith at a later age than most people but did they ever talk to you about uh discerning a call to the religious life yeah a little bit yeah you know my mom was always um just she just my mom was very much like i know whatever god has in store for you is what will give you fulfillment Mm -hmm. and so whatever that might be um she was very you know encouraging when i kind of last minute went on this nun run with a friend of mine um and just to be introduced to it a little bit more because i didn't fully understand what it meant to be a religious sister the different types of religious sisters here's a trivia question for you diane (laughs) did you know um that when you see um um a religious sister walking or um out on the street did you know that they're not a nun are you serious yeah oh wow there's a difference in the word i mean a nun is like a cloistered nun yeah in a a cloister and then a religious sister is the one you see out on the street which my mom said didn't work for her um t-shirt idea she always wanted to she grew up going to a catholic public school in montreal Mm -hmm. um she always wanted to get a t-shirt that said um you don't scare me i was taught by catholic nuns (laughs) (laughs) catholic religious sisters is what she'd have to actually say um so (laughs) just a reminder that this is the good news show uh that's been taken over by sissel and diane and in just a few moments we're going to introduce our guest for the second half of the hour bernice simmons who's going to be talking to us about the um the retreat dawn of mercy for um women that's coming up in august who have experienced sexual abuse in any way um very beautiful ministry and i'm excited to learn a little bit more we've had them on before but i'm excited to uh, talk a little bit more about it and um, a very needed ministry unfortunately in our day and age um, but we're going to go ahead and take a quick break and we're going to get Bernice in here and on the other half of this uh, side of this break 
We'll have her um, in to talk about this. Just a reminder to go ahead and get your Summer Speaker Series tickets. We are almost a month away. A week from today, we're gonna. it's like a month and a week. We're five weeks away from the Summer Speaker and Series. And we're almost going to hit 400 ticket sales well, okay. before July 1st. Awesome. That's exciting. So get your tickets and we'll uh, fill up that room for Father John Ricardo on August 5th. And um, also make sure to check out any of the other events that we mentioned and the pa- upcoming Patriotic Rosaries. So we'll be back right after this. St. Mark the Evangelist Catholic Church in Plano has teamed up with the Catholic Charities Dallas Mobile Food Bank to offer food for those in need. Items being distributed include perishable food items from the North Texas Food Bank, such as fruit, vegetables, and other food items. The next visit is on Saturday, July 3rd from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the Smith Pastoral Center parking lot at the parish. Food recipients will remain in their cars and the food will be placed in their trunks. The Guadalupe Radio Network thanks Little Elm Eye Care for their support of local Catholic radio. Little Elm Eye Care is owned by Drs. Burt and Leslie Bubella, parishioners of St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Frisco. They specialize in family vision care, comprehensive eye exams, contact lenses, and the treatment of eye diseases and injuries. Little Elm Eye Care is located at 1200 East El Dorado Parkway, Suite 100, across from the Little Elm Athletic Complex. They can be reached by calling 972-2920-900 or on the web at littleelmeyecare.com. Calling all crafters. While the Thanksgiving and Christmas holiday season may be a long way off, St. Gabriel's in McKinney is hard at work preparing for their November 6th holiday boutique. They are taking applications for vendors right now. So if you're a crafty person, this is your time to shine. Applications and guidelines can be found at stgabriel.com forward slash holiday dash boutique. Again, stgabriel.com forward slash holiday dash boutique. Let's help St. Gabriel's create the best shopping experience in McKinney. KATH 910AM sponsor Sacred Heart Books and Gifts in Dallas is your one-stop shop for all things Catholic. Religious books for all ages, unique gifts for every Catholic celebration, and much more. Our local Catholic bookstores need our support. Sacred Heart Books and Gifts is located at the northwest corner of Coit and Campbell Road in Far North Dallas. Visit today or call them at 972-250-2100. That's 972-250-2100. Welcome back to the Good News Show here on this beautiful Monday afternoon. And as Cecil mentioned earlier, uh, I am. And we're back uh, with the Good News Show. I'm Cecil Anderson, and uh, I'm very excited to be introducing our guests for this segment of the hour, um, for the second half of the segment of the hour. It's a Monday. I can't speak, apparently, <laughs> Diane. Um, and I have uh, been doing the hosting the Good News Show today while Dave is out of town, enjoying North Carolina and the Smoky Mountains after enjoying a week in Florida last week. So he's having, hopefully, a really good time, even if there was some rain, I know, a little bit in the forecast. Um, but up next, we have um, a wonderful guest who I would like to first thank, uh, Sherry Havlick, who organized this for us, um, and we have Bernie Simmons in studio, who's going to be talking about the Dawn of Mercy retreat that's upcoming August 6th through 8th, the first weekend of August for women, English-speaking women, and uh, Bernice is going to talk to us a little bit about what this retreat is and who's it for and kind of the background of the ministry. And um, this, it started, uh, was started, started by Sherry and Bernice, um, and They've known each other for about almost 20 years. That's exciting. And so, um, and she is a 
LPC and certified clinical trauma professional, mom of four, and also married for 23 years. And you've served in a lot of uh, formation capacities in the church from RCIA director, for adult formation, family ministry. And you are currently with the Dallas Diocese as a tribunal, uh, as a marriage readiness assessor and a pro- Procurator advocate. Okay, you have to explain what all these things <laughs> mean. Certainly, I have an idea, certainly. but I want to make sure. So thank you so much, Bernice, for coming and joining us. Thank you. I'm very glad to be here. This is exciting to be able to share with people what Dawn of Mercy is doing, especially with the uh, more imminent upcoming retreat that we have for English-speaking women that is August 6th through 8th. And as far as serving in the diocese uh, with the tribunal, marriage readiness assessor is for somebody who's been through a marriage review process. They found a previous marriage invalid, and they're looking to get married in the church. Got it. And we just help ensure that um, you know, as best we can, whatever obstacles might be in the way of the graces coming through the sacrament, we seek to help those be tended to so that they're really fully prepared for marriage. And then as a procurator advocate, we help journey with people who go through the marriage review process to uh, investigate their previous marriage. Oh, awesome. So you uh, have so much free time, it seems like. <laughs> so. I figure that, that whatever I'm doing, I'm free because when I'm doing one thing, I'm taking a break from another. There so you go. I'm exactly. You're on, you're on a vacation break. from another <laughs> job. That's Absolutely. right. But I enjoy it. I enjoy all the hats that I wear. And uh, sort of, I guess you would say, um, next to wife and mom, the biggest one I wear is as a counselor, specifically serving here with Dawn of Mercy. It's a, it's a, it's, it really is a big calling, I think, for Sherry and I both to reach out and, and care for those as best we can, as God might call us to be vessels who have been affected by sexual abuse and assault, either in their childhood or adulthood. This upcoming retreat that we're providing is for English-speaking women, and yet we have much in the works already of translating everything into Spanish, mm-hmm. and our next step would be to serve Spanish-speaking women, and we are developing a retreat for men as well, and we'll be providing for men and men in English and Spanish as well. How long has Dawn of Mercy been around for? Well, in mine and Sherry's work, probably <laughs> about four years. Uh, as an official 501c3, two years. And we started in the fall with our first online 10-week trauma healing group. It's a 10-week trauma-informed program that is more focused on the here and now and how people are affected now and helping them develop healthy coping mechanisms, mm-hmm. um, correct various cognitive distortions and find healthy living now. And then we've had two of those 10 week programs now, one last spring and one that just completed. And then we are having our first retreat this coming August. We had a retreat scheduled for last August, but as many things, <laughs> COVID stole that from us. Mm. Yet we trust in the divine intervention of God and his timing is perfect. And so we already have several people registered for this retreat. Wonderful. And we are certainly looking to um, increase those numbers to serve whoever feels so called for moving in this direction of healing right now. Absolutely. Um, when, d- d- What made you and Sherry decide that this is something that you wanted to undertake? It's it's a horribly tragic tragic thing that happens in our society um and it's it's kind of very uncomfortable and how you've worked obviously as a counselor when when did you all say this is a need that we need we have in the metroplex well uh and we have it certainly in the metroplex and further beyond that as well and actually we've been able to serve beyond that oh, right, thanks to COVID. some of the online stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah. so that, that was really again god's hand in that um 
but the need really, as far as our call, is, Sherry got it first, and uh, she just really felt a call to serve in this particular arena. And uh, she asked if I would be willing to help. We've been friends for 20 years. She was the volunteer speakers director for the Speakers Bureau, Catholic Pro-Life Committee mm-hmm. Speakers Bureau, Community Speakers <laughs> Bureau for 25 years. And um, I served under her speaking for about 20 of those years. And um through that, and she and I both serve with the Rachel's Vineyard retreats as well. And through both of those, we just repeatedly saw people come up to us after the various events or spe- speeches that we would give and express that they have some sort of abuse or assault in their background, misuse, coercion in the area of sexuality. And uh, people have gotten really confused of the dignity of their body and the holiness and, and just the right place of, of sex and sexuality. And uh, so we just kind of, Sherry just kind of found that, you know, we were coming in sometimes after the fact, and uh, she really wanted to um, see what we can do to help heal those things a little more than just coming in and speaking and leaving. And uh, since we've been friends for so long and she knows I'm a licensed counselor, it just seemed to be a great combination. And as soon as she said, hey, Bernice, I've really got this thing on my heart that I think God's been calling me to. Uh, what do you think? And uh, I just it was one of those things I didn't really feel like I needed to think a whole lot about. It was just yes. Mm-hmm. And so we've been working together uh, ever since creating this. And um, we're quite excited about the the birth of this and what we've already been able to do, especially with the two 10-week groups that we have. And we have a number of volunteers, people who have really been helping us gather things in preparation for setting up just just what we're hoping is a perfectly divine environment for this coming retreat. Mm. Bernie, I have a question. When did you realize, you and Sherry realized there was a need for this in in this area? Did you say when or how? No, how, yeah, how did you decide there was a good, a really strong need for this ministry in this area? Well, before we even, she, Sherry even mentioned that she had this desire, of, hey, maybe we need to create something specifically for this. Um, through the Dallas Ministry Conference, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. a couple years before that, we were asked through the Catholic Pro-Life uh, Speakers Bureau to give a presentation on the sins against our sexuality. Mm-hmm. And Sherry, being a great researcher that she is, and she's our numbers person, and uh, she started doing a lot of looking, and just the statistics are quite astounding. And um, so as she looked at those statistics, and we put them together with just what I was seeing in my counseling practice, uh, just everywhere we turned around, uh, this was sort of the, the deeper, further background uh, struggle. The, a lot of times the origin of, of people's struggles that they're dealing with now. And so combination of as she's looking at those statistics and really being burdened by that, the people we were serving through Rachel's, my counseling practice, and the people we approach and, and get to present to with the Speakers Bureau, it just all came together as um, we're ready to do this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so this is for women who are English speaking and who have experienced some form of sexual assault. And there's, that comes in a lot of forms. Um, is there a particular age limit or what if someone's like, Oh, it was so long ago for me. It, how, what, who are you looking for? Uh, well, it, they do have to be 18 or over. They do need to be adults. Um, and so 18 and older, the ministry overall, we serve um, men and women, English speaking and Spanish speaking. We do have Spanish volunteers who can answer our phone calls as well. And um, the reason right now for this upcoming retreat, it is only English-speaking women. 
we're of course separating the genders and then separating the English and Spanish just to, to better serve each group. And uh, so in the formation of this, our, since mine and Sherry's English is our first language and we're working real hard on the translation. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, of course, we're starting with the English and um, English speaking women. And then that'll be coming up this August 6th through 8th. And then we'll be adding on for the Spanish women and then men in English and Spanish as well. And that'll be for the retreats as well as for those 10 week trauma recovery uh, support groups, healing groups that we have. Wonderful. Uh, just a reminder that we are talking to Bernice Simmons, who um, is doing some beautiful work with Dawn of Mercy. Uh, they have their first upcoming retreat. Uh, thankfully, they are able to have an in-person retreat, their first one. You can register at dawnofmercy.org. This is for um, English-speaking women 18 and older who have experienced some form of uh, sexual abuse. And um, this is kind of to hope hopefully start the healing process after something like that. So you can go to DonnaMercy.org. It's August 6th through 8th, the first weekend in August. Um, this is your first re- first retreat that you're doing for this um, ministry. Uh, what c- can people kind of come in expecting? Because I know any kind of retreat, I think, in, you know, an axe retreat or whatever it is, you can always see people are a little bit like, oh, going into it. Like, this is, I don't know about this. And this is even, I think, harder. So what are some of the things that they can maybe expect in it? Well, first of all, you can expect a safe environment. Um, the location of the retreat, we let only those attending the retreat know where it is so that you can feel comfortable, depending upon whatever your own personal circumstances are, that the space itself is, is beautiful and safe. The people serving this ministry just have such a love for people of, of all kinds, and, and especially for those who are on a healing journey. With the retreat, you can expect a deacon and or a priest present at all times as well as two licensed professional counselors present at all times, and then other well-trained volunteers serving on the retreat to take care of different aspects of the retreat itself. It is very, very um, kind of enveloped in divine mercy. We have consecrated this ministry and everything that we do to our Blessed Mother. And so you're going to be absolutely enveloped in in the holiness of, of love and prayer. We, the retreat itself, will have multiple different scriptural exercises to go through that that would aid in the healing process. We also provide some teaching and information that is very, um, I guess you can say scientifically or very well founded in the mental health area as far as understanding how the brain works. So you're going to get a good mix of a chance to tell your story. Um, just as in our faith, we, we hear about the story of our own salvation and our family's stories over all the years. The more we heal, hear the stories and are able to tell them, the more enlightened we are and the more healing and understanding and clarity there is. And that's what we're looking for is to provide a safe place that these women and then that they can share their stories and be well received and, and people see them for the beauty that they are, regardless of what has occurred in the particular trauma they experienced, as well as what has occurred with them after the trauma. And we're here to love and to heal and to help people be strengthened, to, to move on in life, living the truth of who they really are, not the unfortunate consequences of maybe some unhealthy ways they've coped with what they've dealt with in their past. Mm, absolutely. Um, and for people who you mentioned you have a few volunteers um, sending by, you know, to who take care of various aspects. You have trained counselors, but if someone does, this is a ministry that maybe is like near and dear to their heart. Um, would they just like contact you all, and what kind of things can they help with? 
Yes, thank you. And as far as like contacting us, whether you are somebody interested in either starting or continuing and deepening your healing from your own previous assault, or if you know somebody and you want to get some more information and connect us with whoever we might be able to connect with, or if you're looking to to volunteer, your heart feels uh, ready to serve people in this particular area. We are looking for volunteers, anything from helping us develop the, the props and, and create what is needed for an environment to attending and serving on retreat. There's various aspects in addition to the licensed professionals and the clergy who will have on the retreat. We need other lay people on the retreat to be present and to tend to all the different needs of a retreat as well. And there's setup work before retreats and cleanup after retreats. There's various types of running and, and, and marketing type things. We also, we've created a list of um, just items that we need that we're sharing with all those who have expressed an interest in helping us out in some way. And so if you are interested in helping in any capacity or seeking our care through the, this ministry, you can contact us at our phone number at 469-613-DAWN, D-A-W-N, which is 3296. You can also email healing at dawnofmercy.org. You can go to our website, dawnofmercy.org, and there's some contact information, a link for donating, and you can just read more about us as well, and maybe even share that website. Uh, and thankfully, we just recently were able to have that website translated. Oh, and wonderful. so there's a link up top that you can click on that and have it translated so that uh, in, in hopes of being able to reach even more people as well. Um, but we welcome any calls, any emails. And we're here to help and, and find a place that where you can help serve this ministry as well. Is there any cost associated with this? Is there any cost associated with attending? Yes, for the retreat itself, the total cost for the retreat for the three days, two nights retreat is $275 for per retreatant. And that covers all the, the lodging and the meals and, and the accessories of the retreat as well. And um, that is also another way that somebody could help. Mm -hmm. um, often when somebody really needs this type of a healing, sometimes, unfortunately, finances is something that limits their ability. So um, one of the things that we've really been working hard on is finding individuals and organizations and different uh, ministries that will help by providing scholarship to provide for somebody to attend a retreat. So if you're more of the kind of person, you're kind of full in so many different ways, but perhaps being able to help somebody on a retreat means contacting Don of Mercy and making a donation of $275 so that the next greatest need that comes to us, we can tell them yes. Yeah, we can cover. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of people listening, maybe they are not personally a victim of any sort of sexual assault, but um, what is kind of, I guess, your advice for how do you maybe they know somebody who they love and they think needs to start that healing process. How do you invite them on a retreat like this? Like what is the best way of doing that? You know, so that you're like, I care about you and I think that you need this. How would you go about doing that? Well, first what you said about, I care about you. That's always a great <laughs> yeah. lead to, just to let somebody know. And people want to be noticed and, and they don't necessarily want to be noticed for the bad, but we can say, I care about you. And I notice that something in, in your present circumstances is, limiting your ability to be able to live as much as you want and, and really respect the dignity of you who you are and have great relationships. And uh, so I would be happy to help you in this pursuit of healing. I've heard of this new ministry called Dawn of Mercy. They have retreats, they have healing groups, and I would be happy to help kind of connect you with some of those. Um, 
that particular ministry to help you along the way. And what because what we do is we take you to in the here and now, and we we help you find healing in the here and now, like being able to handle the present reality of your life. And that then allows you to feel safe and secure so that you can explore some of those old things. Mm-hmm. Now, some people might not even for themselves realize either that that was in their past or um, that that past is even still affecting them. Um, I have a, a testimonial here from a lady who attended one of our groups, one of our online groups, and she made the statement that even though she's a woman in her 50s and she kept the secret her whole life, she didn't realize until some circumstance happened at work that kind of opened the door to some things. Like sometimes something now happens that mm-hmm. kind of makes you remember some stuff. And she had an incident at work that brought forth some of this other stuff, which helped her realize, okay, she needed more healing. And she comments about how Dawn of Mercy has been a blessing to her and through coming through Dawn of Mercy, she received the tools and the support to finally address these past traumas. And so I think if you hear from people who have been through this type of healing, you can realize that, okay, I can embrace it and heal from it and grow stronger and move beyond, which is what we're looking to do. Uh, one of our focuses with the retreat is the concept of that transfiguration. Mm-hmm. It's not developing a new you. It's helping you understand the fullness of who you are as a child of God, that that never goes away, regardless of how severe the trauma, how long ago it was, or whatever your response to life has been as a result of it. We want to help you find that truth of who you are and and help you on the path to live according to that. Mm-hmm. We're talking to Bernice Simmons from Dawn of Mercy. They have an upcoming retreat August 6th through 8th for English-speaking women. Um, you can register at dawnofmercy.org or tell a friend at dawnofmercy.org. Um, I just wanted to say real quick, thank you very much for doing this because I think, uh, I don't know, there's there's lots of hurt in our world. Uh, and I always, it's so encouraging when you see that some of that hurt is being covered, you know, that someone's there maybe where maybe I'm not the one who can help somebody I know who go through something, but it's knowing that, that you all are out there, that you and Sherry are out there doing that is so beautiful. So thank you so much for that. Um, you started your uh, ministry at an interesting time in the middle of COVID and stuff like that. You talked about these 10-week programs. Can you talk a little bit more about what those are and what they include? Sure. Those The 10-week the program and the retreat are the two primary um I guess programs or avenues through which Dawn of Mercy serves, in addition to having a list of counselors and community resources that are trauma-informed as well as um, uh, Catholic faith-friendly. Mm-hmm. That aren't gonna, right. We're not going to send you to somebody who's going to misguide you or, or suggest things that would be contrary to your truth and, and to the truth and your faith. Um, the 10-week trauma-informed healing groups so far we've only had them online thanks Mm -hmm. to covid but again you know uh what what satan means for evil god means for good right and because of that we were able to reach a broader environment and we did also find that one of the things that people really these women really liked about the online healing groups is that though they were addressing something very vulnerable they were able to be in a space that was comfortable for them and it was Mm -hmm. their space the differences between the 10-week group and the retreat, of course, the 10-week group, we meet once a week, two hours a night for once each week for 10 weeks, and the content is trauma-informed content. In this 10-week group, we don't take you back to spend a lot of time in the history. The 10-week group is very much so here and now based, and we look at healthy and unhealthy ways of thinking, feeling, and behaving, 
and we recon- help you recognize when you're moving in an unhealthy direction and we give you tools to move things back in a healthy direction and to be more aware of yourself and how you're behaving and how you're being affected by the thoughts and the feelings that you're experiencing. So that's the focus of the 10-week group, a different concept each night for 10 weeks, We the, the different typical ways that people are long-term affected by some serious trauma in their past. The content of this program that we're using comes from Trauma Recovery Associates, which was started by Father Ken Schmidt up in Kalamazoo, Michigan. And uh, so he trained us on his program and has invited us to to use this program. And he uses it for all kinds of childhood traumas. We use the same concept specifically for healing after sexual assault. And it doesn't have to just be childhood. In the last couple of groups that we've had, we've had anything from a woman in her 50s who was abused as a very, very young child, elementary age and younger, to somebody who was sexually assaulted two weeks before she contacted us. Mm. And so young adults all, all the way up. And so it just, wherever you are in your journey, we're here for you. So the 10-week group is a new concept each week. And right now it's online. At some point, we will, in addition to online, we will have in-person groups as well. And then the retreat is three days, and it's very delved into scripture, uh, surrounded by great teaching on the effects of trauma and how trauma affects the brain and the body and our relationships and the way we think. And uh, in the retreat, you do have the opportunity to delve in and share your story. And you can attend a retreat first. And then do the 10 weeks. You can do the 10 weeks and then attend a, a retreat or do one or the other. Mm. And are the 10 weeks kind of like they start over and it's like a new group? Or how many of those have you You've mentioned you've done a few of them, right? Or is it the one going on now? Or how, do, how does one get into? We just finished our second 10-week group. And each 10-week, mm-hmm. it, it, the whole program of the 10 weeks is it. that's – there's 10 concepts that we cover. And then the next – time we have one would be new groups of people a new group of people covering those right. same topics yeah. we've had two they've been very successful a lot of great uh, testimonials coming from those um just the the skills and the tools that we gave them they they i talked to them now and they're still continuing to use those and very grateful to have had them awesome do you all have a particular um devotion to a saint or um a part of our faith that you have for the group I'm glad you asked that. Well, first of all, like I said before, we are consecrated to our Mother Mary. Mm -hmm. And uh, there is a a great deal of focus on the divine mercy in the retreat itself. And uh, our patron saint is St. Faustina. And um, we have a beautiful prayer that one of our board members created for us, just calling upon St. Faustina's intercession intercession to help us be vessels of bringing all of these uh, men and women to the divine mercy and the, and the true healing of our Lord. Oh, awesome. So that's another way that people can be involved is maybe over uh, August 6th through 8th during the retreat. Pray that prayer. Is there a way to get to hold of that prayer? Um <laughs> I would imagine we could put that on our website. That's a good idea, actually, to invite people to that. And and I'm glad you invited and asked them about praying over that weekend, because one of our volunteer ministries is our prayer warriors. Oh, wonderful. We yes. have we ask people to pray for everybody in these groups and everybody on the retreats, those being served and, and seeking the healing as well as those serving. And so if you want to be a prayer warrior, you can call us mm-hmm. and you can reach out on the website. You can email us. And uh, we will put out a notice and give you the first name of the person on the retreat or on the groups, whichever one we're doing, 
And uh, we keep you informed on a weekly basis as to how they're doing and requesting that you continue to pray for them through the 10 weeks or through the weekend of the retreat. Every person has an assigned prayer person to them. That's beautiful. Uh, This is our last couple of minutes with Bernie Simmons, who is with Dawn of Mercy, their upcoming retreat, August 6th through 8th. If you want to, uh, if you know someone or you personally have experienced some sexual assault, this is a beautiful retreat that can help you start that healing process. Go to DawnofMercy.org to sign up for the retreat. Um, I was just, this is not a, I mean, a lot of ministry play is not easy, but it's a particularly, I feel like a hard um, way to, a hard ministry to work through. Um, how do you and Cherry keep yourself spiritually like encouraged when you are, you know, there's a, a little bit of darkness going on when it's something like that. It's it's hard. How do you all keep your guys' spiritual life encouraged and just reminding the beauty of God, the way God made us and all of that? Well, I think first and foremost, doing our best to stay plugged into scripture and mass and adoration and and staying in that constant conversation. Um, We did and we continue to keep up our consecration to Mary ourselves. And um, and truly, it's as we're talking about this, she and I talk about this and do our planning and then attending, working with with each of these programs that we do. There's great... um, I don't know if empowerment is the word, but uplifting in being present with people in that darkness. It's it's really not a scary place when it's sort of like we get to be a Mary, one of the Marys at the foot of the cross, or John the Beloved, Mm -hmm. that we get to be present with them, and we don't have to think that we have to take them off. We can't take that suffering away, but we can help them see how it can bring new life. And, and just the, the joy of that. I've got several testimonials in front of me, uh, hearing back from these women who have experienced the, the dawn of mercy care. Uh, it, it, that certainly enlivens us. When we bring this up to other people, so many people, I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody when we've talked about it, I go, oh, mm, nope, not me. I'm out of that. You know, that's awful. And just leave us alone. Mm-hmm. Whenever we talk to anybody about this, from the air conditioning guy coming to the house or the checkout clerk, we just have, we can break into conversation. Everybody's like, oh, that's wonderful. Oh, I'm so glad you're doing that. What can I do to help? Mm. That's, that's really what we get. So while it's dark, there, it's actually an opportunity to see that there's a lot more light in the world than we think. Because whenever it's mentioned, I have yet to see more darkness come from people. I just see the light and that they're glad that it's there. And, uh, most of them are moved to say, what can I do? Mm-hmm. And so just we really see a lot more joy in it than than harm, if you will. No, absolutely. Absolutely. It's kind of like you're facing it head on rather than hiding it away. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. even the suffering is just a little bit of joy in knowing you know, if there's you know some sort of everything's not working out. The Internet keeps falling when you're trying <laughs> to be online. Oh, and, no one's ever experienced know, that one. <laughs> no, no, no. Nobody can show up. Mm-hmm. But it's it's even that just brings a little bit of joy that, OK, we must be doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And th- th- this is persecution. And, and if if you're being fought against in some way, uh, there's, you know, uh, find joy in the trials, right? Mm, absolutely. We only have a couple minutes left with you. Do you want to just give one more plug, the details of how to get um, either get involved in a volunteer stance or if you need to sign up for Dawn of Mercy retreat happening in August? Thank you. Yes. Uh, again, we are Dawn of Mercy. We are a registered ministry with the Diocese of Dallas. We're considered a, what is an NPBO, non-parish-based organization. So we're registered with the diocese. Um, and you can contact us by the at the phone number 469-613-3296 or Dawn. 
or email us at healing at dawnofmercy.org. And you can certainly find us at our website, dawnofmercy.org. If you have been on a journey of healing because of this particular assault, whether it was long ago or recent, we are here to help on the continuation of that journey or the beginning of it, wherever you are. The next opportunity we have to really, in, in a good, strong way, help you with that is the upcoming retreat. That is, It's in the Metroplex area, and we'll provide the location to those who are going to attend for sure. And that retreat is August 6th through August 8th. It's Friday through Sunday. This coming, and so it's a little over a month, mm-hmm. um, just after the the, the, the summer speaker, speaker series. series. Summer exactly. Speaker series. Yes, <laughs> when I was hearing you announce that, and I'm like, oh, you can go to the get kind of get get pumped up and started on yes. on Thursday night with with Father, and then come in and and per, continue that that journey Absolutely. for the rest of the weekend with our retreat. And uh, especially right now, the next month, we really are pushing for for help, just gathering some of the the, the content of what we need for the retreat. And so, if you think you could even just just click on smile.amazon and order some of the things that, that we're looking for, rather to help the La Promesa or to help Don of Mercy, yeah, <laughs> um, do two separate purchases. That's you right, know, got do it. two separate purchases <laughs> to um to just help fill the the, the list of things that we need, mm-hmm. and um and then connect with us. We can even help you figure out how to talk to people about it. Um, just send our cards. We can. We we're, our, our hope is to put flyers up and things like that out. Ideally, you're seeing some of our announcements and parish bulletins and different entities that that we're collaborating with and sending our our um, information out to. And you can always call us four six nine six one three dawn. Email healing at dawnofmercy.org, and we'd be happy to help. Awesome. And receive your help. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you again so much for coming in and to Sherry for setting up this interview. Uh, of course, we will be praying for you. I'll ask thank our you. network to pray for you as well um, for this retreat. Uh, it's so awesome that you all are finally able to do one. <laughs> That's yes. going to be very exciting. And thank you for helping us promote it. That's of wonderful. Course. We appreciate you very much. Absolutely. So again, website dawnofmercy.org. You can visit that and um, you can uh, sign up or figure out how you can volunteer. There's lots of different options. So thank you so much, Bernice, for joining us. Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> of course. And uh, this is the last couple minutes of the Good News Show with uh, Cecil and Diane. I hope you've enjoyed. Uh, next week, as a reminder, we will be off um, for the 4th of July. We might be playing a Father John Ricardo um, show. You've yeah, been most hearing, likely. Yeah, most likely. You've been probably hearing those sporadically p- played for throughout the last uh, couple of months. So probably then, if you've been wanting to know, when do I tune in to catch Father John Ricardo besides Saturday morning? It would be uh, probably next Monday. Uh, I hope you all enjoy your 4th of July. And uh, also just a reminder, I will be at the um, Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe in Mexico in a couple of weeks. So if you have any prayers that I can take uh, there with me, with my siblings and I on our little pilgrimage, um, please feel free to email me at sissel at grnonline.com. My first name is S-I-S-S-E-L. Uh, only when I give out my email do I wish I was named something a little bit different. <laughs> um, Cecil at GRN online, and I will definitely be uh, praying for you all. And Diane is like, is the show ending? We don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> I think that Simeon might be having a little bit of a yeah, fit. You might have to start it yourself. On it, so. No worries. Uh, and Summer Speaker Series tickets. We had a couple tickets come in while we were on the show. So call, uh, go ahead and go to summerspeakerseries.com. See Father John Ricardo, invite your friends. Um, Thursday, August 5th, right before the Dawn of Mercy retreat. You can get your tickets and enjoy an evening of hors d'oeuvres and 
all sorts of um, fun socialization with your friends. Maybe you haven't seen them in a while, a big group of Catholics. It's been a while since we've been able to get together in such a way. So buy your tickets at summerspeakerseries.com. It's going to be in the beautiful Grand Ballroom of the Irving Convention Center. And you're going to hear a great keynote by Father John Ricardo. Not entirely sure what the topic is yet because he's one of those speakers who loves to wait uh, to see how the Holy Spirit moves him. So um, it'll be... Um, a surprise <laughs> for everyone. Summerspeakerseries.com. All right, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Enjoy your 4th of July weekend. Thanks for joining us for the Good News Show here on KATH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show. KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth.